Welcome to Muddy River News this week. I'm Bob Goff. It's always a great time to talk to Faye Dant from the Jim's Journey Museum. She's the executive director. Welcome. Good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, um, you are going to have a presentation coming up here in Quincy a little later this month. Tell me a little bit about it. I am. Good. I was invited by the uh, Quincy Marion Adams County Historical Society mm -hmm. to um, dis display some of my artwork. I, in addition to being the uh, founder of Jim's Journey, I also am a creator of visual art, uh, for visual arts displays, and they're called collages. Uh, and uh, I mean, I, I have to go with that term, but uh, I, I, I want to say that I don't do the crafty kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I do what I call historical stories or narratives about the life and culture, primarily of African-American people. And this is some of your uh, beautiful art right here. Tell me a little bit about this one. Good, good. That's called She Sings, and it's an image of one of my friends and, a, and a, actually a community historian and a colleague. It's a woman named Marcia Mayfield. She's going to get angry <laughs> because I say her name, but at any rate, it's a beautiful piece, and it's yeah. admired by a lot of people. And Marcia is a gospel singer, and she does a lot of funerals and, and things like that in the... Um, primarily in the Hannibal, you know, Mary, Rawls, Marion County area. Yeah, it's really a beautiful piece. And so how many pieces are you going to have over at uh, the museum when you make your exhibit? Good, good. Well, we've been working on it. It's been up for some time now. Mm -hmm. But it's, um, it's about 15 pieces. And uh, I um, is, is work that I've enjoyed doing. It's probably since, oh, 2020, something like that. Do you, uh, you know, especially now, especially with uh, with February being Black History Month, this is a time where I assume you get out and about quite a bit, right? I am. I am. This is just one of the things I'm doing at the uh, Museum on the Square. That morning, uh, I'm going to be at uh, First Baptist Church, also here in Quincy, where I'm going to be uh, presenting a piece of my, my uh, showing, displaying a piece of my artwork, and it's called Churched. At any rate, uh, Reverend um, Orville Jones invited me to do that and to talk about the piece and talk about my process and talk about uh, about uh, a bit about Jim's journey. Randy uh, Phillips, who produces this, and I, we've known uh, Reverend uh, Jones for several years and uh, just a great man and a oh, uh, heck of a singer and piano player. Too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So but it is, it, 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 not an artist, thank you. Right, no. I shouldn't say not but an artist. But he is. I'm just saying it's always a good time to go there yes. and whether you're going to make a presentation or just listen to the word, it's always a great time to, to go visit uh, Reverend Jones over there. Absolutely. I'm going to be there at 11 that morning. Okay. And then at 2 in the afternoon, I'm going to show up at the uh, Museum on the Square and uh, talk about my work and talk about some of the inspirations that I've had for the, the, the pieces that you'll be able to see as you, as you stroll through the museum. Um, of course, uh, we also featured uh, Jim's Journey on our Muddy River Gems program. And uh, this again, is this a time where you're having a lot of people stop through and uh, you're able to tell his story? I am doing a lot of private tours now. Uh, and uh, I, I, not only am I I'm doing a lot of private tours, but I'm also, this is also a time when I make arrangements and finalize uh, tours that, that'll be scheduled through, through the um, next few months. 
Right. Well, yes. of course, we all know summer is the busy time for the Hannibal Tourism uh, uh, entities. And, uh, you know, right, right there, uh, uh, Jim's journey, of course, a very uh, important part of it. And you've done a great job of really building that up and telling his story. Thank you. I appreciate your comments. We are 10 years old. Wow. We're in year 11. And some folks didn't think that would happen, but, but we are, and we're doing very well. We're getting a lot of exposure and a lot of, uh, a lot of um, uh, opportunities to share our story across the country, across the river. I did, a, I did an interview, and, and in fact, there was a group here from the UK who, uh, who wanted to talk about uh, the Mississippi and wanted to, talk about, wanted to talk about the role that African Americans played in that, in that, you know, in the town, in the community, mm -hmm. if you will. And then most recently, I was on C-SPAN. They did a book about, uh, about uh, Huckleberry Finn, and they wanted to hear Daniel Quarles, the prototype. They wanted to sure. hear that side of the story. So I was able to do that. Well, again, uh, of course, with its, its Quincy and Hannibal are always intertwined because of that, because of the, the trip that had to be made across the river to there get over go. here, to yeah. get on the railroad. So it's, uh, again, we are, uh, Hannibal and Quincy are our sister cities and uh, will always uh, be that way. And uh, that, that does, that is such a huge part of it. And it's always an, a great opportunity, uh, you know, when you have that chance to tell that story, because it's, it's really one, you know, we, we, you know when we, again, we featured you on Muddy River Gems, but really that is a gem that we should be very proud of, is our relationship and, and how that relationship fostered and how, uh, you know, the Underground Railroad was really able to thrive from, from a point here in Quincy. Yes, yes, this was the, I, I, I call it the first stop because we, uh, you know, that that's, we had to get over, we had yeah. to just get here. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, it was never, ne never easy, nothing was ever no. easy. But, but Quincy does represent a lot of, uh, a lot of abolitionists and, and a, a lot that, uh, that supported um, the end of slavery and the freedom of those, uh, those people that were enslaved throughout, uh, throughout Missouri. So it was a good spot and a good story. And, you know, Quincy's always had that, whether it was, uh, it was with, uh, you know, the slaves trying to escape or the Mormons, you know, there's always been those people and Quincy's always been very welcoming in that regard. And, uh, you know, we have this, uh, this border situation coming up now. And, and there's some similarities, but some differences as well, obviously. Uh, but uh, it is, it's just a situation where uh, when people extend a hand or extend their help, um, there's, there's really no there's really no bad way to do that if you're just willing to open your heart to somebody who really needs it. There you go. That's my belief as well. And, and, and you know, during these times, I, I say it on my Facebook page and I say it whenever I have the, have the opportunity, it takes courage. It takes courage to do that and to lend a hand. Yeah. So, it, takes, it takes courage for, yeah. for people to leave that yes. environment. Yes. As Can you imagine took, how resilient they were? Oh, my gosh, yes. Ah. My, I, mean, yeah. I mean, you know, when you had to, they had to escape from their, the, the plantation or whatever, and then, you know, obviously this, the, the, the owners and the people would think, you know, okay, this is our property, you got to go get our property. Yes. They don't think of it yes. as a human being, but it's property. And then to be pursued by dogs or just oh, by yes, chat, yes, you know, yes. by guys on horses or whatever, you know, just to, it, it's, it is something that is just, it's absolutely you can't, you just can't envision that today. No, I and, know. And again, you know, we've come so far, but we, you know, it's, I know it's one thing. We've come so far, but we still have a long way to go. That's it. 
As a matter of fact, I, I'm going to say this now. We actually refer to it as the muddy Mississippi, the bloody Mississippi. Because, I mean, I can imagine people dying trying to get across. Oh, sure. Drowning. And, and I know Twain talks about discovering dead bodies on uh, Jackson Island. Right Absolutely. there, you know, in between. You know, just, it, you it, had was, the, it was a struggle. You had the situation of the current of the river in the, in the spring and summer yes. and stuff. But then in the winter, people are like, well, it frees up. Yeah, but you would freeze. Might, you might uh, freeze getting there. Yes, okay, yes. yeah, you can cross a frozen river, but guess what? You're walking dozens of miles, hundreds and dozens of miles in freezing cold to actually get to that point. Yes, yes, it was horrendous. But, uh, but, and, I, and I talk about that at Jim's Journey. And I have images of, of formerly enslaved people and stories from the enslaved people at the museum. But I, I really, really, really try to focus on our contributions and our achievements. We, we talk, at Jim's Journey anyway, we talk more about the community within. We talk about uh, a, a recent display I put up of uh, about oh, a couple of hundred bricks that were donated to the museum. Well, it turns out those bricks are from a... It's called Clifton Plant Plantation in Marin County. And a woman was tearing down an outbuilding. One of my, my friends was tearing down an outbuilding. And they knew that there were slaves on that, on that plantation. And they found all these bricks. So we know they're, they're at least 160 years old. So we got a, a, a grant from Northwest Community Foundation. And they helped me put up this uh, monument to the, to the enslaved hands that, that created those bricks. So it's a beautiful thing to see, and it's it you know something else you can you can see when you visit Jim's Journey this summer. That's just that is that that's just that's a very moving, uh, very moving tribute right there for sure. Uh, so let's uh, go ahead and just recap. Uh, coming up, uh, your appearance on the on the museum. Let's uh, mention that one more time. Good. It's February twenty fifth, the um, two o'clock. I'm going to do what we call an artist talk, and it's going to include. Uh, you know, you get to see my, my, the images that I've created. But more importantly, you're going to get a sense for uh, what inspired me to cre create those pieces and the people that, uh, that, I, that I have displayed on those pieces or within those pieces. And uh, um, hopefully it will inspire you to think more about the story of the, um, you know, the African-American culture. African-American people and, and things like Marcia Sings. I mean, you know, that, that's a lovely story, you know, and I'm hoping that it will uplift you as well. So come on out. 2 o'clock, February 25th <laughs> at the Museum on the Square here in Quincy. All right. Well, we're glad to help uh, you get the word out. And, uh, Faye, I just want to thank you for your, your passion and your creativity. Good. Thanks for, for allowing me to, you know, share my story. Appreciate it. All right. All right, that's all the time we have for this week. I'm Bob Goff. We'll see you next week.